How was your workout? My workout? Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fuck, my arms are killing me. <laughs> oh, you did weights? Yeah. Oh, did you just do cardio? I did cardio. Oh. I'm thinking that I'm going to wake up early mm-hmm. and do stuff downstairs. So That's I was telling up. myself to do too. And then like oh, shower, awesome. right? And get yeah. ready for the day. I guess it's helpful that you have a, what, eight hour, nine hour day. And then you start at eight. And I start at seven, but then I have a 10 hour day. I know you do have, Just, I have eight hour days. Yeah. If I could start at like eight or nine and be done by like five or six. Yeah. Five or six, I'd be fine. Or if I could start at seven and be done at three thirty, like I used to be. That'd be even better, but yeah. fuck me, right? So I'm thinking <laughs> doing that in the morning. Do that way morning. I can, when I go with April, I could do my cardio. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm already recording, so I guess we can just start doing this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, cool. This is the part that makes me the most nervous. Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Cody with Where Am I Going Podcast. We're going to be talking about our dating lives, maybe some life trauma, and all the other stuff that we should go talk to a therapist about, but we don't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, Again, it's Cody and... And Christina. There we go. Um, So we're going to go ahead and get started here. Woo! Do you do New Year's Year's resolutions? God, I can't say it. Oh, you know, just the... The usual, like, live a healthier life kind of thing. It usually starts off strong and then, like, meh. Yeah, fall into a slump and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the real the real um, vague resolutions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I just need a routine and I need to stick to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel uh, like routines always help, especially like when you're having, like, those sluggish days. You can be like, all right, have this routine, got to stick to it. Yeah, and uh, I guess another one of my New Year's resolution is to make time for things that I like, like mm-hmm. um, painting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You have, I haven't seen you paint. Well, I've never seen you paint, but like, yeah. I know you like to. I know you have some work. I haven't seen you do that in a while. Yeah. So I want to make time for that. Um, and I want to um, journal mm-hmm. uh, more re- like regularly. Like in a, I'm assuming like in a diary, working out motions, those kind of things. Yeah. Or kind of just. For memory's sake, um, both, okay. but definitely for emotional well-being. I yeah. feel like it has helped in the past. I stopped journaling. I used to do it a lot more. Yeah. And my mom just gave me one. Oh. Got my initial on it. It's really cute. Oh, <laughs> so cute. So I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, I, I already wrote in it a little bit. Um, just kind of write down how I'm feeling and what's going on. That's one of my resolutions. Just. Like I said, routine and do things that I enjoy doing. Um, also, make more time for my little sister from oh, yeah. the um, big sister program. Yeah. So hopefully I get to see her a lot more this mm. year. When you do your painting and such, is there any sort of style or theme or anything like that that you typically enjoy painting the most? Or? Um, I like a lot of abstract. Yeah. Just kind of wing it. Uh, one of the last paintings I did was I was trying to paint what I thought was my soul or oh, cool. my aura 
Like yeah. what colors best suit me and what's inside. So you know, a bunch of black and think. gray. No. <laughs> it was <laughs> just kidding. a lot of pink. Okay. And um some purple and some specks Ooh. of black actually. Yeah. I mean, you got if you're gonna represent yourself, right? You Definitely. Yeah. Did it's you ever not get... perfect, it's messy, it's it's yeah. me. <laughs> Have you ever you know like um was it like a rainbow sherbet where it's like uh-huh. that orange and pink and and what have you, and there's that nice little blend between the two of them. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's your aura at times. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's nice. But then, I mean, there's definitely the black stuff oh, as well. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, it's mold. It's mold. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we all have a little bit of mold in our aura. Can't um, deny that. <laughs> um, my sister, Nancy, gave me for Christmas um, like an acrylic pouring kit, oh, which cool. is another form of painting. Yeah. Is that where like you... Sp- Spin? Um, you don't have to spin, but you use the the acrylic paint is a lot runnier, and you mm. could create a lot of different shapes. You could use air and a blowtorch. I don't know. It's oh, it's cool. it looks really cool. I've seen videos, and I want to try it myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I think you would enjoy as well. Then is doing like epoxy art. Have you seen those? Where, um, or like a resin pour, though it'll usually be you can either do it on canvas or well, a acrylic pouring is similar to that. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I follow somebody on Instagram and actually a couple of people, but one of them she's really good at it and she'll basically make well, she does a lot of stuff, but she does like ocean type theme things, mm-hmm. and so it's really cool to watch because it's just like you do they do the pour and then they very delicately do like a, a white line or something, yeah, and then they take a a heat gun and yeah. then they blow it a heat and gun it or really like cool. a straw to blow things or blow yeah. dryer it's really cool yeah i'm really excited to try it yeah that's we should awesome. totally do it yeah let's do it for sure okay um i'd love to do that actually i still have canvases tucked have away gathering so dust. many paint supplies too <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i think i mean I'm, i know you have way more than i do but i know those couple times we did those paint nights uh, mm-hmm. last year yeah. I remember showing up like I got some paint and you're like that's cute look at mine I mean you can say that right but it was just like that's what I felt I was like oh I guess I have I don't have that many <laughs> I just hadn't used it in a long time yeah that's awesome so basically that's what I want to do yeah this year just do things that I enjoy I feel like 2021 definitely I didn't make time for that I was yeah. going through a lot a rough patch hopefully just a rough patch yeah no we all have those i will call my 2016 up to 2017 probably the roughest patch of my life yeah we all get those yeah definitely 2020 to 2020 now up to now have been really crappy (laughs) you know but i want to try to see the positive in things yeah good Mm -hmm. good what about you any any resolutions um not really. I don't typically do resolutions per se. Because you're perfect already. Thanks. <laughs> but not. I'm not. Um, I mean, you know, I have uh, I just started going to the gym uh, with Booty Call Brenda, <laughs> um, which has been pretty awesome. I mean, it's, been like, it's the second night. Today, we just got done with our second night. Uh, she's definitely a good accountability buddy. Yeah. And she even said that she's super excited that, that I'm working out with her because... I mean, I've worked out by myself plenty of times before, and the only way I did it in college and in high school is because it's just like, well, I'm doing this because I have a goal to be competitive and do blah, blah, blah. 
But once I didn't have any other reason besides, oh, I just want to be healthy. It was like, <laughs> nah, I also like being a couch potato. And that makes me happy too, kind of. <laughs> I know. Um, I love a couch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my bed, I should say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was uh, originally I was going to try to start working out in the basement as well with the, the little bit of stuff that we have down there uh, back in December, but I, you know, wasn't being honest with myself. You know, if I'm being completely honest right now, I was going to do. I try to start things at the beginning of the month, even if it's like in the middle of the month. I'm like, yeah, I want to do this thing. Let's do it. I'm like, no, no, no. Let's let's start at the beginning of the month. Like, there's a very hard kind of starting point. One month ends, new month begins. Let's go, but didn't do much preparation or anything like that and then i found myself staying up till midnight 1 a.m and then i'm like well if i'm gonna work out it's be around 5 a.m or 6 at the latest but i got work at 7 uh, so i didn't do it but basically ever since my last relationship and none of this has to do with my last relationship it's just like kind of one of those it ended and it's just like well what other shit in my life should i you know start doing better about so when i first moved out here living alone it was really easy just to like run to the store grab like a like a full case of beer go out and work in my garage or like sit around and do nothing here and just drink beer Mm -hmm. endlessly and like i was drinking probably a case of 24 or a case of even 30 or 28 or whatever um within two or three days and then i'd go get more like it was a lot on top of like (laughs) hanging out and do our our game nights and all that stuff and it was partially like just boredom honestly that was the other thing too is like whenever i'd go and buy like say juice or something i would be drinking a shit ton of juice and i wasn't drinking beer or anything it was just like i don't know if there was just like some if i needed sugar or whatever it was but that's what i was doing once you start drinking juice it kind of gets addicting yeah i'm gonna lie it's but, the sugar. Yeah, but I would rather have a crap ton of juice in me than keep fucking up my liver and yeah. you know everything. Um, especially if it's like actual fruit juice, not just I don't know high fructose corn syrup, Kool Aid or some crap like that. <laughs> yeah. And at the end of October, I told myself, I was like, hey, like I'm gonna cut back. I don't want to be drinking as much. Yeah. It wasn't like I was getting like shit faced or nothing. It was just kind of a habit that I didn't want. And then it's crazy actually. So. Some of it was a conscious effort of like not doing it. And then another part of it was just like, I think having you around actually helped. I'm not going out into the garage and woodworking as much, but you and I will sit down here and just like bullshit for a while. And usually like when I was just by myself, a good two or three hours just sitting here in silence, chilling, doing nothing. It was more or less, I don't know, a tick, a habit, you know, of with drinking with drinking yeah like there was not it was just drinking and then i knew here having somebody else around and just like chit-chatting it's like (laughs) well i don't really feel like going up to the store now it's too late i guess i'll just go to bed or keep hanging out or we'll go do something but i i like drinking when i'm already not because i'm bored but when i'm i definitely when there's a lot more people around just because i'm a social drinker yeah just because if i'm gonna drink it's because i want to buzz because i'm feeling already i'm feeling good already but yeah i'm yeah. not just gonna drink just because i just don't like it I, you know, yeah i never had that problem yeah and so this means like it wasn't like i it wasn't even like i was upset or i was trying to deal with anything or none of that it was just like you know well, i'm gonna go do a thing well might as well have a beer and then i'm I'm still in the middle of doing the thing i'm like well still thirsty might as well have a beer <laughs> and then like get done with that thing and then i'm like well 
might as well have another one. I'm already, <laughs> you know, I already had a few. Like, I- <laughs> it got to a point where I would go into the fridge and I'd be like, all right, I'm going to grab one beer. And I would grab a beer and I'm like, who the fuck am I lying to? Let's grab like three of these and go sit at the couch. <laughs> oh, no. no, no, no. Yeah. See, the reason why I can't do exactly that is because if I have if I have a beer I'm not, and I want more, I'm not going to grab multiple because, as you know, I dislike room temperature beer yeah. or even if it's, I like really cold beer. Yeah. Um, and, oh, but I also, I did lie. I don't only drink when I'm happy. Because there have been times, as you know, where I'm like not having a good day and yeah. then we go out and I'm like, I need I need a drink and I'm just crazy. So I'm trying not to do that. Yeah. But that being said, like even those times where I've noticed you do that, it's not as reckless as I see a lot of people um, where it's like even if they're having a really bad day or if they're just having an off day, it's like. They're going out, they're throwing back shots, they're getting fucked up, they're whatever, right? <laughs> they're stumbling. You know, like <laughs> not just like make, taking a misstep and then like, you know, wobbling a little bit. It's like they're on the ground because they can't even walk out. And it's just like, Jesus. <laughs> Better coping mechanisms, maybe. How was your New Year's Eve? Did you do anything? Uh well, so I went to actually went over to Brenda's, hung out there. Played some games and um, was home by 10.30 and pretty much just Netflix and chilled after that. Oh, nice. Everybody there actually was already drinking. Oh. There was only three other people there before we got there. And they were, all, yeah, and they were already drinking. And then by around 10.30, not everybody was holding their liquor very well. Hmm. So um, it was kind of bedtime. <laughs> so I came back and just kind of Netflix and chilled. and That's cool. Like you rang in the new year. Hmm. That sounds. Yeah. That sounds okay. Yeah, just it in. <laughs> I should have. T- I should have brought you with me. <laughs> yeah, that's I, all right. Um, Wait, you went on your date, right? And then had a. I wouldn't call it a date. Or friend date. <laughs> okay, I went to dinner. A friend dinner. Okay. Um, with a friend. Um, that was nice. Yeah. It was both very quiet. Mm-hmm. I think we're both very shy. I'm definitely a lot more shy. Um, but dinner was very nice. Uh, we went to this kind of Italian restaurant. Um, and then it was, we just had dinner and he just dropped me off and I got home and I got ready cause I was going to, I went to a party. Honestly, it was really fun. It was, I typically don't go out on New Year's Eve. I was nervous about dry driving. Yeah. Like but driving out there or driving? Like, driving out there. Yeah. But I wasn't super nervous cause I knew I wasn't going to come back after drinking. Yeah. I knew I was going to sleep there. Yeah. Thanks for doing that by the way. <laughs> cause, um, the last time you went out and had a really good time. <laughs> don't don't drink and drive people. <laughs> so nothing bad happened. Nothing but bad definitely happened. you're leaning on that wall and I was just like, Well, I have how a phone number. Here? You know how to get me get a hold of me. So, <laughs> There's Uber. Yeah. I got to where my friend lived and I forgot where she, that she lived on top of a hill mm-hmm. and I hesitated. So once I slowed down my car just did not want to go up the hill because, you know, snow and... Yeah. So I got stuck at the bottom of the hill. But luckily, I was right there at her place. I tried to get my car to go and it wouldn't go anywhere. And I saw a truck and they kind of slowed down, but they went right back up. And they ended up going to my friend's house. And apparently, it was my friend's brother. And he told my friend, mm-hmm. oh, I think 
one of your guests is stuck. <laughs> so here come. Um, I'm not going to help, but she's stuck. Here come my friend's um, husband and yeah. her brother. And it was good. I just left it there. Uh, I was not on the road, which was nice. Yeah. I went up and it was so fun. Um, so my friend has a really big, nice house. Um, they have a hot tub on their property. Sober me had said, um, I don't think I'm going to get in the hot tub. I'm good. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's there's snow on the ground. It's cold. It's nah. the best time to be in a hot tub, though. Ask anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Granted, it's true. So I got there. Everybody had already been drinking. My friends were really excited that I was there. And I was like, all right, so I need to catch up. So I had the tequila. And I was feeling good. You know that obnoxious laugh I have when I get drunk? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was me. And then I had, I was like, okay, I'm done with the tequila. I'll probably drink some champagne or whatever. Mm. So I got there at nine. We were having a good time, listening to music, kind of dancing, kind of playing games, Jenga. I don't know. And by the time midnight hit, I missed the countdown because <laughs> I was in the bathroom kind of contemplating life. Just looking at myself oh in the mirror. You had gotten to that spinning, point? like, oh, Damn. what's going on? I Proud was like, <laughs> I need to get a grip, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I, I missed the countdown. I spent like whatever, a few minutes in the bathroom. And then I was like, I should go to sleep. But then I, they were like, oh, we're getting in the hot tub. Let's go. So I changed. And here I am drunk. There's like six other people in the hot tub. And... I'm drunk, so I was looking for my boot. They have a dog, and I didn't know this at the time, mm -hmm. but I was looking for my other boot because I was going to walk out in my boots, but I couldn't only find one. And I was like, what the hell? Where's my other boot? So I was like, screw this, whatever. And I walked barefoot <sighs> to the hot tub. Like, what kind of dog was it? It is, it's a big dog. It's like a, one of those winter dogs. Um, winter dogs? Like a husky? No, 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 not a husky. Sorry. <laughs> it's. He looks like I don't. You never watched the movie Beethoven. I saw oh, the Saint Bernard. Saint, Saint Bernard. Saint Bernard. Oh no, 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 no! no. It's, it's um, Saint Bernard. Bernice Mounder. Bernice Mountain. Mountain dog. Yes, that's yeah, yeah. it. That's it. Okay, that's right. I forgot you sent me that photo. He's still a puppy, but he's big. I almost actually got one um, after having gotten Octavius, yeah. and then we realized that they live to like eight, maybe ten years, and they also get a crap ton of like hip issues and health issues mm -hmm. as well. And we're just like. Uh, Ain't that rich. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, cute dog. I didn't know this at the time, but he took my boot because <laughs> we found it the next day. Yeah. Did he just like take it and put, like throw it around? Or he, he like, took it outside it? to the snow. And just like dropped like, it and called it good? Just because he wanted it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, at least he didn't like chew it up. <laughs> yeah, he didn't chew it up. Um, So I walked barefoot. I couldn't even really feel it. And I got in the hot tub and I was in there for a while drinking water, like trying to like, you know. Just drink water because I was drunk. Everybody, yeah. well, it was, but it was fun because everyone was drunk, having a good time. But there were so many people in the hot tub. There was hands everywhere, feet everywhere. I was like getting touched and shit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sounds like you liked it. It was nice. Been <laughs> <laughs> um, well since I've been touched, <laughs> right? <laughs> um. So yeah. So while well, I was drinking my water in the hot tub, somebody had a bottle of champagne. They're like, "What are you drinking?" It's water and they poured champagne in my cup. So oh, I was geez. like, all right. That's <laughs> getting Fine. crazy. But we were in there for a while. Yeah. It was really nice. All in all, it was a good night. That's awesome. Yeah. It was That's a good a night. Cool story. And then cool story. Thank you. And then the next day, fortunately, I had a slight headache. 
felt a little nauseous, but it was a good good New Year. I wish that you would have gone with me and you could have met my friends and you could have had a good time and gotten drunk and slept on the floor and just, they would have enjoyed your company. I mean, I was enjoying my company here. Okay. (laughs) Seizures make me lose control. (laughs) Oh, shit. What kind of personality are you into? And I guess what I meant by that is like, it's not even necessarily, it doesn't have to be like sexually into or like... Somebody that you, like, that personality is somebody you want to date. That you want to be around yeah, this person? Yeah, that you want to be around. Or you want somebody with that type of personality in your life mm-hmm. at the very least. So, like, I find one of the most attractive personalities <laughs> a strong southern black grandmother type of personality. So, like, this very, in my mind, it's just this very warm, caring, accepting but at the same time, it's going to smack you across the head and be like, get your shit together. But it's going to be in a nice, loving way. But if you fuck with somebody that she loves. Like tough love without being cruel. Yeah. Yeah. And in my mind, in my mind, what comes to mind is just like a, a strong Southern black grandmother, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I don't know why that is. But like, I just find that very, it's just a very attractive personality. Somebody who's seen some shit, but can love real hard as well and be accepting and all that. And then beat that ass if they got to <laughs> um i think the personalities that i like in my life mm. are definitely people that are very accepting of anybody's background mm. um and not super judgy about people's past yeah i do believe people people can change not necessarily their core like fundamental being. necessarily yeah. yeah if they are if i feel like they're just a little rotten in the core. It's mm-hmm. not something that could change. <laughs> yeah. But I I don't know. I I like when people are honest without being cruel. Yeah. That's really all. Is there is I there a other um I don't know, uh we'll say like a a celebrity or a like is it what comes to mind? Like is there somebody that comes to mind? Mm. Is a good example. Or wait, or at least like how you see them is a good example. I think I'm just thinking of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't lie. <laughs> well, I try. Yes. I, let me start off by saying that I have my bad days when mm-hmm. I could be a dick. <laughs> what? What? For anybody not seeing, I just gave her a look. <laughs> not being a dick. No, no. No, I know this. I am trying to understand that part of me that sometimes... I don't say things in a nice way Mm. because there's a part of me that's angry Mm. and that part comes out and takes it out on people that I love Yeah, because they're going to be there for me regardless of me being mean. But I need to remember that they have feelings and I can't just take my shit out on them. Yeah, they were granted cross boundaries of... And I have to apologize when I do... I'm stubborn. Sometimes I'm like, that's the way that I am, you know. And yeah. I just I've, I've had a bite my tongue a couple <laughs> times when uh when you've had a few spats with people, I'm just like it's I don't right now, I'm not corrected. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't mean to. I mm. try to treat others the way that I want to be treated. And it's with honesty and kindness. Mm. And I fail at it, yeah. But that's what I like. What are you doing, I guess, to improve on that? You know what I mean? Because obviously it's easy to say, yeah, I need to get better at something. But like, what are you 
identifying things or steps that you could try to i'm definitely calling myself out Mm -hmm. or trying to call myself out before i say well they're doing this wrong like what am i doing wrong yeah and recognizing okay i don't have to say what i want to say because it's not gonna help the situation Mm -hmm. you know i want my voice to be heard but i don't want to be a dick about it so i don't know i'm just trying to recognize that not all things need to be said especially when it's coming from a bad place in my heart that still needs to be healed yeah so you want more people in your life that are like you but not dicks. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, maybe I need a taste of my own medicine. So I just, I just want honesty. That's what I try. That's what I was trying to do last year is to be more honest. But I need to learn how to be honest without being mean because yeah, that's there's no need for it. The gal that I last dated, um, she would say she was just very honest, and people didn't like it, and that she wasn't um, uh, passive in any way, which. We both know is not you and I both know is not exactly correct. And so when I would give her feedback on on things from, you know, just communicating and what I appreciate that you haven't said is that she says or she had said, I'm not used to people who need me to or who need to be communicated to so directly, but in a very soft way, like in a very gentle way. As though like they're children almost or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's not, it just came off as very, kind of belittling almost mm-hmm. where it's like, no, it's not soft to be polite on your delivery. Yeah. Right. Um, so I was going to say, I do appreciate that you said that you were saying, you know, find a better way of communicating it versus. Well, I just, you. I realized that I don't want to be disrespectful because yeah. all I've ever wanted since I was in that shitty relationship was a little bit of respect that Mm. i didn't even get because i quote unquote did not deserve it so that's what i want i just want to be treated with respect and that's how i want to treat other people and i think that's why i get along with certain people because there's a mutual respect like yeah we like sass each other like you and i we have banter and we But I don't think we disrespect each other. I haven't felt disrespected once, so okay. <laughs> so you're good. That's I mean, good. Unless you have like some like black cloud overhead, like don't say some shit, you'll kick me out, no. which I don't want ever by any means. You know, if there's <laughs> I mean, something going on. Like okay. <laughs> I'm rich, I can afford. No, I'm just not kidding. at all. Just was have been smart and stayed out of debt <laughs> in many ways. Uh, or at least got out of debt as quickly as I could when I um, had the little bit of debt that I did have after college and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, got lucky <laughs> with a lot of things. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not rich by any means. <laughs> like, oh, me- I meant like- me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, <clears throat> cut that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, cool. I didn't expect that question to get into some really deep stuff. So, uh, yeah. I she feel has like a little bit of tears in her eyes. That's how, <laughs> that's how good of a question I, I that was. I have no tears. I said a little bit. They're not falling. I don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I cry all the time. <laughs> this might be a pretty good segue, kind of sort of, mm-hmm. into breadcrumbing, which is a term that I, it popped up on my Google feed. Uh, and it kind of a segue into like the respect for people and those kind of things. 
Um, so quickly, I'm just going to give a definition of what it is. So breadcrumbing is when you lead someone on romantically through social media or texting. Then Cancel and Gretel being tempted onward to their doom by the witch. It basically means they're stringing you along, but with the help of modern technology. The breadcrumbs are messages you send in order to keep someone interested in you, even if you don't actually like them or have any romantic interest in them. Some people might breadcrumb deliberately to keep you hanging on, but most people are are not entirely conscious of their behavior. They stick their head in the sand and convince themselves they're not doing anything wrong. But whether people who breadcrumb are conscious of it or not, it's it's an, still an emotional manipulative dating tactic. And one that can cause a lot of hurt to a person who's being led on with no hope of relationship of a relationship actually materializing. Like I said, this just kind of randomly popped up into my Google feed and I decided like, oh, might as well read it. I haven't heard this term before. Was it was it like did it like go off in your head like, oh, this this is this has happened to me or this is happening to me? Anytime I come across some sort of article. Article, yeah, I guess article that's about dating or a new term for something i'm always curious mm. mostly just because i know it's going to be if, if it's not already it's going to be kind of in the you know mainstream culture of social media and talking and stuff you know ghosting that's the biggest one and um uh gaslighting so on and so forth can't think of much off the top of my head but i've you know you start noticing these new terms pop up so that's what kind of popped into my mind so and what's what's shitty is like i read through it and it's really easy to quickly go oh i've been the victim of that oh i've been the victim of this yep i've had that done to me yep blah 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 blah. i found myself the moment i would say oh yeah that happened to me i had to stop and pause and go shit i've done that too shit am i doing that you know what i mean like that's that's just how i that's just how my mind works though I try my best to, instead of going, oh, yeah, somebody's done that to me. I'm the victim in this. I try to stop and go, but have I done that too? Crap, I think I have. Am I doing it? Uh, I hope I'm not. But then I also overlook into reading things. I don't know if you do that as well, or maybe I'm just too into my head. No, 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 because I remember the first time that I read, um, for example, what I read with gaslighting was. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's definitely a big thing in my relationship. Yeah. This sucks. So I read into that and I was like, dang, people are good at this manipulative shit. Yeah. Um, as for breadcrumbing, I don't know that I've done it to other people. Mm-hmm. I feel that if I am not interested, I just communication doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah. If they seem like they're not interested either communication is not going to go anywhere yeah we both sort of just stop messaging each other and it's that's i feel that's better than breadcrumbing and yeah. texting someone so here and there. that's what the article had said too it's like it's, it's closely related to like ghosting they were saying that breadcrumbing is more tra- like emotionally traumatic for somebody than ghosting would be there's not necessarily like with ghosting there's not necessarily that closure of well you could have just said something and by breadcrumbing was very much like are they into me okay they're not all right and then you get a message and it's oh okay they are it's been a week or it's been a few days okay cool and then you and then you respond and then time goes by i feel like that might be happening with someone that i'm talking to right now the button them doing it to you or you doing them them? doing it to me um Uh, but i'm not mad about it yeah because i don't know when i don't I've never met this person in real in in person. Yeah. 
And we sort of just every few weeks or every few days, he'll message me and kind of just we'll banter. We'll talk about our day or funny, funny things. So I'm not really I'm not mad about it. It's just like he's never asked me out and he'll send he'll send me like videos while he's at work or something. And we kind of just I don't even know what it is, honestly, Mm. but I'm not. I'm not mad about the situation. It's it's just funny to me. Yeah. And that's one of those other things too is it called out in the article as well as, you know, if if whatever the situation is, if you're cool with whatever it is, then be honest with it. Be honest with yourself about it at least and be cool with it. Yeah. Don't you know, you don't have to call somebody out if you're Yeah, you it doesn't know, bother me. And the you. thing is that yeah. it sounds like his job is very much a big part of his life. Mm-hmm. And he also has a child. Okay that he sees and yeah. whatever has custody of too yeah so i'm not really annoyed at it at the situation that we haven't hung out but i've been talking to him for a couple months now maybe three months so uh one of your questions to me is like do i think like it's happened to me um and recently very much so you know that that the gal that i was seeing uh, uh-huh yeah it was august until at least that send you a random holiday message mm-hmm. yeah yeah Oh, by the way, Nuh-uh. fuck yeah, Nuh-uh. yeah, New, New Year's. Year's. She she sends me a message. She's like, "Happy New Year." I didn't Shut reply to it this the time. Fuck up, right? So, but why? It's been months. I don't know. So like, so like, Thanksgiving out of the blue, she hadn't messaged me back it's been a month, yeah. since I don't know, early October or something mm-hmm. like that. And even then, you know, maybe she feels bad, like she doesn't want to ghost you. Um. After a month of not even talking, over a month, and then just randomly likes my message back. So, so my last. Go ahead. Well, the thing is, I'm the the thing is, why I said maybe she does. She feels bad about maybe she you she's gonna hurt your feelings if she just ghosts you completely. So she sent you this happy Thanksgiving and happy New Year, and that's it. Because I ghosted someone, Mm. and I still think about reaching out. Even though it's been like a month and a half, almost two months, I still feel like bad about it. And I feel like reaching out and saying, you did nothing wrong. I'm sorry. And I, but then another part of me is like, that's going to make, I feel like it's going to make things worse. They're probably living their life, living their best life. That's good. Sure. Why, why get back into that when it's over? The only thing, because I'm just being a curious person, I'm not going to respond, but they're still just like, like what the fuck are you doing? Why are you? I'm I'm a little curious. Too. You know what I mean? So like okay, so but even when we were talking together or like talking and hanging out, I'm very much one of these people where if you tell me what your boundaries are and where you're at and stuff, like I'm right there with you. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. This is what you said. This is what you want. This is what you do don't want. You know, you indicate when that changes or if that changes. And so we were starting to hang out, and there'd be messages. It may have been maybe like a couple of messages. Like when we first start talking, it might be like a message a day before we like first match and whatever. It's like, okay, whatever, that's fine. You know, you're just barely getting to know people, mm-hmm. whatever. And then with that kind of behavior kept kind of continuing. But then we would hang out two or three times a week. You know, she'd stayed over a handful of times. We basically just like made out and cuddled. Like didn't really go much further than that, really. Um, and that was like I said, like like August through september or so but she would still do the kind of one message at most two messages a day very long response or whatever 
you know, she had just said, you know, she had had a concussion. She's had her ninth one. She had a lot of stuff going on. All these things. She'd be forgetful, whatever. So I'm like, all right, fine. Like part of me is like, yeah, I know it's a little bit of bullshit, but whatever. Right. We're still hanging out. We're still getting together quite frequently. Yeah. I, I, she was around a lot. Yeah. You know, so it was cool. We would, we would go places to downtown or whatever. But the one thing that would always was on the back of my mind was, and I know that I'm a very different person in terms of when like bringing new people around to my friends or whatever i'm very much just like you're not fucking crazy or whatever like i'm having a game night or friends are going to the bars or whatever come along what have you right Mm -hmm. and i know not everybody is like that but it was so weird that she would always be so vague about her friend or friends that she was hanging out with oh yeah but she didn't really have friends, but she'd have plans with friends. Yeah. yeah. Or all of her friends were like an hour away at her old university because they were still in that town or whatever. Then after a solid two months about something like that of hanging out, um, we had finally hooked up. Again, like she had made clear like she didn't want to rush into things or whatever. But then one night she was like, let's do this. And I was like, all right, are you sure? Like, because Anytime somebody sets up a boundary, it's like, oh, I want to go slow. I want to do this. And then they change their mind. I'm always just like, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Let me, I don't want to, I don't want any, you know, I don't, I don't need any nonsense of regret because in the moment you had changed your mind and then the next day or whatever, like panic mode, I think, freak out. I just want to say, I think guys should be a little more cautious or like you ask. Are you sure? Instead of just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because I've been that girl where I feel not obligated, but almost pity. Mm -hmm. Like, that they really want to have sex Mm -hmm. with me, hobby. (laughs) (laughs) And then after it happens, I feel not good about it. And I'm like, I wish we hadn't had sex. I mean, I've even gone to the point with, with people where I'm like, are you sure? And it's like, all right, we'll tell you what, like you're like, I will, I will be on my back and you are putting it in. It is entirely in your control. Like the initiation of this is entirely in your control. And usually it's fine. There's no issues. There have been, uh, not don't like, we'll say twice. Yeah. Twice where like there was either an immediate or within 24 hours of, oh crud, we shouldn't have done that. And I'm like, crap. I mean, long, long term of it all, they're mm. fine, but it was just like, have control over your emotions. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Anyways, I can't, I'm not going to go down that way. Cause I, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we, we hooked up and almost immediately after that, like distance started being created. Oh, and yeah. then, yeah. And then it went back to the once a text a day. I might get a text from her first thing in the morning that was in response to something that I sent her halfway through the day the day before mm-hmm. and i would respond pretty immediately or as soon as i saw it at least and then i might get a response in the evening or the next day and then it'd be like hey um next week or two weeks from now there's a comedy show or you know my friends and i one of them was thinking about going to get a cabin or something by a lake would you be interested whatever right or even just small things you know game nights those things yeah and it was almost always, well, I'm not sure where I'm going to be at with my my rehab and stuff for the concussion. 
or my job situation. So I don't really want to plan that far out and then have to cancel because of it. So let's just play it by ear. And then be like, all right, that's fine. Trying to be, you know, not, not a dick about it. But at the same time, I'm like, why don't you just fucking tell me the fuck off? You know? And then time would come closer and it would be like, oh, no, I won't be able to. I'm pretty busy. And it'd be like, oh, okay, no big deal. And then it would just be a casual, like, oh, like, what you getting up to? Oh, I have, you know, my physical therapy and then gym, blah, blah, blah. Just like, again, not, not bad excuses, but not good ones. Mm. You know what I mean? And so finally, it was like three weeks had gone by or some shit like that. And there wasn't a response to any of my messages. I'm just like, all right, whatever, got ghosted. It's kind of a bullshit way of how she went about things, but, or the whole thing, really. She had messaged me saying like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to ghost you, blah, 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 all this crap. And she's like, but with all this stuff going on right now, like, I don't want to feel like I'm leading you on. So if we can remain friends, that'd be great, blah, 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 all this shit. And I'm like, all right. So I responded back. I said, you know, I appreciate you telling me, you know, don't feel bad. I get it. And if you do truly actually want to be friends and have a friendship, by all means, I'm, I'm totally cool with that. But that being said, if you don't want a friendship, you know, you don't want to be spending time with one another, being friends, those kind of things, that's fine as well. Just let me know and I won't bug you to do things. Weeks went by. Actually, so she didn't respond to that at all. And that was middle of October. Mm-hmm. And then November came around for Thanksgiving. She Because <laughs> she has an iPhone, she liked the message and it gave me a thing saying that she liked it. And then she had said, oh, hope you know, hope you're having a great Thanksgiving, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's been over a month. Yeah. What? And then, um, and then to be a dick, sort of more, more, well, I responded to it and I was just like, oh, thanks. How was, hopefully you got to see your family. Hopefully you had a good time. Silence. And then Christmas comes around. I was just like, all right, let's, let's do an experiment, (laughs) you know? So I send her just like, Hey, you know, have things or or Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Hope you got to see your family. I know the weather might've been hard, but, or hopefully they came to see you. Hope you had a great holiday. Nothing. Mm -hmm. All right. So my first thought was like, okay, is she just going through all of her contacts in her phone and just sending out messages? (laughs) You know what I mean? Just blindly or whatever. And I was just, and so that thought, okay, well, clearly she had just sent something out on Thanksgiving. Maybe it wasn't even necessarily for me. She done goofed, sent it to the wrong Cody, <laughs> some shit, right? No. I don't know. And then New Year's comes around, and it's Happy New Year's. I'm just like, what the fuck? I think like, you just delete her and forget about it. I mean, I'm not responding. I Actually, it's it's kind of nice, only because I, like, even then on New Year's, like, I was just sitting there. I was at Brenda's, actually, and I pick up my phone. We're playing a game, and I'm just like, are you fucking like <laughs> out loud? I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> and Brenda's like, what? And I'm like, I'm not dealing with this. Let's just keep playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That is funny. I yeah. mean, it's weird. Yeah. <sighs> like, so when I was reading this article, I think I was reading too much into it. Cause like, I, I don't think I've ever done that kind of stuff to anybody. And I know I'm not doing that to anybody now. Like whenever I'm having a conversation with somebody, I do my damnedest to have actual substance in it. And if I'm talking with them, I'm actually trying to meet up and hang out, not being vague and, you know, maybe kind of sort of keep me posted last minute. No, can't do it. But I do always find it weird that like, uh, oh, good. Actually, I think I have a friend who kind of does this to me. 
now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, I have a friend from high school that definitely did it. And they recently wanted to hang out in this last year because they moved back to Washington. And I'm just like, as I was reading this, I'm like, fuck, that was our entire friendship when I was in college. I, I How just am think... I still your friend? <laughs> Why am I still your friend? Like, I think this person kind of just does it when they don't really have anyone else. Mm. Like, kind of like last resort. Yeah. At least that's how it feels to me. And I think it has felt like that for like another mutual friend of ours. Yeah. Where I'm always invited to something. Like they want to hang out, but it's in an hour or so, you know, like very day. last minute. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if you would call that breadcrumbing, but I feel like that happens a lot with this friend. Um, yeah. It's cool. Like I like them. I want to hang out with them, but I don't want to hang out if I'm like, just a last resort yeah that's why i like to plan things not too far ahead but hey when are we both free let's let's set the date and we'll do something yeah and i like i have friends that are like yeah and we put it in the books and we hang out yeah well that's like this friend that i had um there was a group of four of us yet again i'm like the only dude with a bunch of women (laughs) um but there was a group of four of us and uh, four of us. Yeah, one, two. No, there was five of us. What am I thinking? There was five of us, four of them, one of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was close with all of them in many different ways, in different ways. But um, she and I always seem to have the most in common um, of the five of us. And once I went off to college, there was always this like, hey, I'm going to be home for the holidays, holiday break. Do you have time? It'd be great to catch up, you know, whatever. And they'll always be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Come see me. All these things. I can't tell you how many times I went back home to go hang out with this person and our other friends as well. But mostly this person, because we got along so well, or at least probably was I had a huge fucking crush. And so I do know that like some of it was just, some of all this was my kind of infatuation with this person but at the same time what it was i was going to go to like seattle go to space needle or something like that and meet up with with her and some and one or two of our other friends at the last minute there had already been a falling out with this other person that was in the group mm-hmm. like most of most of us didn't didn't really like or at least didn't get along with this person anymore yeah at the last minute that that person's like oh we should all hang out but not me because she and i were like not friends at all anymore and like i'm getting into seattle i'm like hey i'm here you know how far out are you and it'd be like oh sorry for the last minute we can't do it anymore because this person's around and blah 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 and i'm like they chose them over you yeah and i'm like um i just drove across the state the only reason why i came back was for this you know one day and a half weekend with you guys to go do something um like i even went out there for like new years and drove all around seattle with very like this when we i was using like map quest you know printing off shit yeah not familiar with seattle at all at the time constantly just trying to get a hold of them where you guys at trying to find parking you know i wish we all would have met up before this but whatever right that was like the group but there was other times too where it'd be like our parents live 15 minutes from one another and we'd both be in the same exact area and be like, let's just get a fucking coffee, you know, last minute. Oh, sorry. I can't do it. Blah. 
Okay. And this happened multiple times, like more than twice. Oh, this was yeah, this is throughout I don't all know college. How you did it. Um yeah, like I said, part of it was a crush, but yeah. also I don't know. Uh it's really hard to like go somewhere new, leave everybody that you know, and then like kind of start over. And so it was this nice like oh, I still have friends to be around at home. Because that was the other thing. There was one friend in the group for sure that anytime I would go home, it'd be like, yeah, I'm here. I'm just working with my horses. Come by. Let's hang out. And we just hang out and just nice. bullshit, you know? Or I'd, or I'd help her and her, her now husband on their on their farm with the animals. Or, you know, I'd say help. It was more like they were moving some hay and I just kind of threw it in the wheelbarrow <laughs> as they, you know, but yeah, so when they moved back to Washington, they're like, "Hey, I'm gonna be moving back." This is in the, uh, during the summer. Hey, I'm gonna be moving back. The beginning girl with- you had a crush on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and we had already like, gotten to the point where it was just like, I already had a whole breakdown in front of her. Like, sorry that I'm so fucking crazy, weird. I don't know why, but you know, emotions, blah. Yeah, how embarrassing for you. Oh, it was. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, no, like I was so I'm embarrassed. Kidding. I really that was is though. So sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, I was really embarrassed. Um, I mean, it, you were just being honest. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so when she said that she was moving back, I was like, "Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to hang out. Let's meet up. Whatever." Right. It kind of got pushed back more and more, and I was like, hey, "It's probably not going to happen. History shows it won't." And then it was like, "Well, can we do it after Thanksgiving sometime?" And I go, "Yeah, sure. That's fine." And then um, I messaged them like a week after Thanksgiving mm-hmm. or something like that. And I go, I was saying, hey, uh, were you still wanting to get together before Christmas? Because I know you are going to go to your sister's. And they're like, yeah, that'd be great. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, when, like, what weekend were you thinking? You know, I have a, I have a spare bedroom, you know, whatever. Like, you can just come out here or, and then uh, I go, or... But I was going to say, or we even meet halfway in like Leavensworth and, you know, do a trip like that. And she goes, she goes, huh? (laughs) That's halfway. (laughs) Well, it's like three hours, three and a half from here. And then um, from where she's at, it's probably about the same. Okay. Yeah. Halfway enough to a place that you would want to hang out, you know? Yeah. And she's like, oh, wait, where do you live again? So I tell her, I'm like, yeah, I'm over here. And she's like. Oh, I had no idea. For some reason, I thought you were still like in the Seattle area. And I'm like, you tell me all the time that you follow me on Instagram, right? So I told her, I was just like, I have no idea when I'm going to be back on, you know, back in that area. So as usual, the, the, if, if you were to go through all of our texts, all of our communications throughout college up to now, the, the, the repeated phrases, well, let's just play by ear. I hate that. But that's how it always would be. So, yeah. So that friendship, as far as I'm concerned, especially once we went into college, has always been what now I know as breadcrumbing. I don't I don't think I have friends like that back home. I tend to give them a heads up. Hey, I'm going to be here with you, my fam, but I have, why are you guys free? Yeah. And a couple of them are always down. And it's like we never left each other. And it goes back to our either middle school or high school mm-hmm. kind of vibes. Yeah. And it's such a good time. And I love friends like that where it doesn't feel like time has passed. So I'm lucky in that sense where when I go home, there are a few people that make time for me. Yeah. So That's really cool. I've always been. So 
I'm. I just want to say it okay. shows what kind of friend I am. I'm awesome. <laughs> you are pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I mean, I'm saying that, and I only want to say it so that you take it enough that you don't get a bigger ego. <laughs> I, I mean, don't even have one. <laughs> I know. I know you say shit, and then like immediately in your head, you're like self-conscious <laughs> definitely yeah like hopefully they don't shit on me for being so funny <laughs> uh hey look a segue with my current job it's dead end i could either just keep doing it and just clock in be unfulfilling feel like i'm not utilizing my intellect my analytical intellect or anything like not being stimulated intellectually really so another part of this team is what's called a launch manager. They are responsible for coordinating with many different stakeholders. So anywhere from contractors who are building the new fulfillment centers to the many different teams that like the engineers, support teams, medical teams, you know, the team I'm on, they are, I don't know, the master puzzle person, puzzler. I don't know, putting it all together. They also travel a shit ton. Before COVID, they were definitely gone like three out of the four weeks in a month. And so, which I've never, like, I don't mind traveling. In fact, I like it. But there's a couple of things. One, so this is the role that I could apply for. And I've already talked to my manager and stuff about this. We need to get me a new role, a new job, because the skills that I have are not being utilized. Not necessarily because people don't want to use utilize them, mm-hmm. but because there really isn't much space. And what space there is, it's very minimal um, in terms of like the depth of knowledge that I have to use. Even in a launch manager role, it may not necessarily utilize a lot of my, yeah, keep going with analytical skills, data mining and tracking and those kind of things. Um, big words that, are, that sound fancy. <laughs> For me, it would at least get me away from a desk and moving around and interacting and working on more actual, like, you know, personal skills and and such with people, which I can be, which I'm pretty good at. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at, least in the, at least in the work environment, <laughs> pretty decent. Um, I do have my my um, introverted, closeted moments um, in I my mean, personal life. I understand because when it comes to work. I'm a lot more I because it's a job, I'm a lot more outspoken and yeah. less shy, only because I have to be more assertive. But that's because it's a job and then they're paying me. <laughs> yeah, well and that's I find as a side tangent here, I find that there are I don't know, I'm gonna call them totems. I don't know if that's right, but basically these little things that give you purpose or reason for doing something. So at the end of the day, if somebody's like, oh, why the hell are you, why the hell are you talking to me? Oh, because of this. And then it's like, okay, here's my excuse. And then it's a lot more like, easier for somebody to go, oh, okay. Or it feels at least like it's a lot more easier for somebody to go, oh, okay, that's why you're doing this. This is the reason. Mm-hmm. Versus like, why the hell are you talking to me? Oh, because I'm just curious who you are and I want to get, I want to, get to know you. It's fucking weird. <laughs> why? Creeper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I definitely know that's why I am more sociable, especially if I'm traveling or even this podcast or whatever, it's so much easier because it's, it's just like, oh, what's going on? Oh, do this thing for the podcast or, oh, I'm traveling for work. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm doing, you know what I mean? So you're, you are hoping to apply for this launch manager or? So 
I'm trying to decide. When do you need to decide? I think the role is kind of constantly open. Um, because there, like, there's so much work to be done that it's just kind of a role that is just open pretty much all the time. The biggest thing is the travel. That's the like personal life logistics I have to figure out because I have the dogs. I know you're here. And I know already you're, you'd be like, I got it. Don't worry about it. You got this. I, I like the dogs. When I first applied for it, I was like, okay, just get it and figure it out. Figure out the dog things or whatever. And whether that meant like I was putting them in daycare for three out uh, four weeks and whatever extra money I was making, I would. Happy to take care. No, I know, but like this is before you had moved in and everything. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because I'm so used to having to figure out one, how to do it on my own, like mm-hmm. just like life, period. I also always feel like I'm inconveniencing people when I ask them for help or. I know the feeling. Yeah. And a lot of it comes from, I mean, should I go home? Even when I was living in Seattle, I would go home and like my, my, like my mom and stepdad would just be like, um, so you bring the dogs? I mean, yeah. What else am I going to do with them? They're your dogs. Yeah. And it'd be like, oh, well, we don't want them. We don't really want them in the house making a mess. We don't want them pissing and shitting. We don't want them on the furniture. Can we just leave them in the, if they come here? Can we leave them in the laundry room? Can we leave them out in the shed? Really can they stay dogs. outside? <laughs> and I would just be like, all right, well, my own parents are sitting here like, Way to be a fucking inconvenience. Dicks. But then, like, my stepbrother would bring his dogs with his now wife and everything, and they would chew on shit. They would scratch on stuff. They would piss. They would shit. They would be up on the furniture, all the stuff, and it was no big deal. It was just like, oh, yep, they're bringing the dogs. It's cool. Great. And then, like, why am I, why do I feel so, one, unwelcome, but then also, like, it's a big fucking inconvenience. (laughs) That's not cool. Yeah, and so I'm sorry. Even when I would travel to, like, when I traveled to Japan, a girl that was kind of starting to see, but it was just like, "Hey, I've known you for a couple of months. Would you mind staying at my place and watching my dog for me?" This is after I'd asked my parents. This is after I'd asked close friends and all that stuff. And even when I went to Kenya for ten weeks, I'd ask my parents, like, "Hey, is there any way?" And like. No, we just don't have the setup, blah, 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 we can't do it, all this stuff. I'm just like, all right. Your par- you asked both of your parents? Um, My mom, my stepdad. And then my dad couldn't because, okay, so my stepfather works, worked from home before he retired. Um, My dad and his ex, they didn't, but they had two cats and a dog already. Yeah. Because Octavius at the time wasn't house trained and nobody would be around, they didn't want to leave him inside. And because he was kind of in that phase of digging, it wasn't going to be a good idea to let him be outside all day either. But again, like my mom, my stepfather was home all the time for the most part. You know, obviously he'd run errands or some shit, but you could put a dog in the kennel for a couple hours mm-hmm. and he'd be fine. But the real thing came down to was. I've always been able to basically ask my dad to show up and he does. Yeah. In fact, I don't even need to ask him so much as I can just say, like, for example, I bought this house Mm -hmm. and time had gone by and it was like months, like six months had gone by 
I had had friends come out and visit me. I had parents of friends come out and visit me. I've had, and I would have my stepfather's family come visit me. You know, nothing, not like they came in and like whatever, they at least stopped by and said hello kind of thing, right? And they're all in town, but my friends are on the other side of the state. My mom would, before I could even say anything, would have excuses for why they couldn't come out. And it was always COVID. So I was like, okay, fine. That's fine. I get it. You don't want to come across the state. I had basically the same conversation with her as I did with my dad. We're just like, yeah, it kind of sucks that like nobody's really been out to visit me except for a couple of friends. You know, I really hope I'm like, I'm really waiting for the time that this pandemic gets over so that everybody's comfortable and safe because there's a couple of things I could use help with. My dad and me was like, yeah, I do kind of feel bad. Or he goes, I do feel bad. I really should get out there and see. I go, no, it's fine. Like, I get it. The pandemic, like, I, I get it. You know, you don't have to. I've always been understanding in that way. But within within the month, he goes, hey, when are you, like, what weekend in this month are you free? I want to come out. We didn't really do much. He came here and just hung out. And we I showed him around. And, you know, we caught up and all of that. And then he went home and it was great. That's how my dad's always been, though. He re- he'll realize something. He's like, ah, oh, shit, you're right. You know what? I should come check it out. I should come do this. And then he does. That's that's nice. Yeah. And so, and I have plenty of stuff that like issues with my father. But the thing is, is like, at least with my dad, I've always been able to, mm, I don't want to say confront, but at least bring up in discussion with him. Mm-hmm. And it's always a, you're a person, I'm a person, let's talk. At least in his own way, he always treated my siblings and I like we were adults sometimes a little too much like adults which is why my brothers have issues with him mm-hmm. but still like there was never this you're the child i'm the i'm the parent i'm the adult this is why you listen or this is why it's happening whereas like my mom would be like you're the child i'm the parent that's why cool <laughs> anyway so with my mom though it would always be like the last 15 years solid of excuses for why she couldn't like be present in my life or show up so then, um, so like with the pandemic stuff, this entire time, it was just like, oh, I'm not comfortable with driving across the state. Don't really want to get, you know, risk it. My stepfather's in his seventies. So she didn't want to like accidentally get it and then pass, possibly pass it to him. Mm-hmm. A month later, she's going over to Boise to visit my, my brother, gets on a plane, goes to visit my brother. And then I, ca- I, I bring it up with her. I'm like, it's kind of messed up. I thought you said you weren't comfortable. Well, yeah, I know, but they needed help with their new child and blah 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 and i'm like i've been telling you for weeks if not months that i could use your guys's help with i have a fence that i want to put up i don't need you to do anything more than just like stand there sipping on a tea in the sun and then stand up from time to time to let me know if if my you know board is upright or just bullshit with me or whatever you know take the dogs on a walk for a minute so that i can keep doing it and then there's a few other things in this last year as well that that popped up like she she's never been to your house. Has she's she? never been here. No. My best friend's parents, they live up north about two and a half, maybe three hours. Mm-hmm. But even they've come by. They've come by when they're already over in Seattle and on their way back home. And they've stopped by. And um i've been like let's grab food you know i mean this my friend was with them as well but like they wanted to come but they wanted to come by and see it because they didn't they didn't have my information or anything and so when they were coming back they asked you know my best friend like hey where's he live let's go see him we want to we want to see his house i met your best friend yeah and his sister rory jackie (laughs) two of the greatest people they just seem like pretty cool too they (laughs) (laughs) they just seem like 
the nicest people. Yeah. I bet their parents are great. Oh, I, I, I wish, I wish I had had his parents or that kind of relationship that he has with his parents growing up. I, I feel my relationship with my father is very close to that. By no means is it ideal, but the relationship I have with my father is uh, a lot closer. There you mm-hmm. go to that than like with my mom says, and that's the things like I'm not like my mom's not a bad mom by any means. The way she has a the best way she has a relationship, at least with me. I don't know how I say our relationship has always been at a distance, and that's when she is best is when she can be a mother from a distance. Why? It's always it always comes down to our stepfather every time. Sucks. Yeah. Um, since we were kids, it's always been him and her, him and or his family kind of comes first. I'm sorry, but that sucks. So yeah, so there's a lot of those things where it's like when constantly it feels like I'm essentially an inconvenience to my mother. I create inconveniences for her, her husband, or I don't know, whatever. It's like okay, well then who do I like? I mean, I could ask my father, and he would do it. He would like it, like if I if let's say I was still living over in Seattle, my dad lives over there, and I had this job, I could easily be like, hey. I'm going to be traveling a lot. Are you cool with me having the dogs over? And he'd be all for it. No problem. You know, he would communicate just like anybody else where it's like, oh, hey, actually I can't because whatever comes up. Right. But on the whole, it would be, yeah, you know, just leave him in the backyard. Just let me know if there's anything that needs to be done. I'll leave him in the shed at night or I'll bring him inside or, or whatever. Right. Like mm-hmm. they're fine. He has a fenced yard, all this stuff. And even if he didn't have a fenced yard, uh, he would at least do what he could. You know, when I went to, oh, I went to Nashville in 2019 before I moved here. I was living in an apartment and I think his dogs had fleas or something like that. I had asked him, I said, hey, do you mind if I, would you mind watching my dogs? And he said, and he goes, you know, I, I would, but my dogs have fleas right now. I, I really shouldn't have dogs over here because I don't want to give them to your dogs. And I go, okay, that's fine. I'll find, I'll, you know, I can find somebody else. And he goes, well, would you mind if I just just stop by your apartment before I go to work, and then when I get home from work, and then go home and just they stay at the apartment, and I'll take them on walks when I can. I go, yeah, that's perfectly fine. He goes, okay, cool, I'll do that. That obviously added more time and shit to his day, but he had no problem doing that for a week for yeah. you know doing extra. My mom, my stepfather, on the other hand, it's very much like, oh well, you know, we have a lot of yard work, we have a lot of housework, we got a lot of gardening, we gotta go. Yeah, I know I'm about an hour and a half away from you because of a ferry ride and what have you, but you like you go up to Bellingham or you go to Ocean Shores or you go and do these things with my stepfather either on a weekend or his kids or his or whoever. You're like, you know, it's just like at what point in time are you gonna put in that little extra effort to come see me? Because when it's just convenient for you to see me, like my stepfather's brother-in-law uh, died this last year, or in 2020, from cancer. My mom goes, well, it looks like we'll be making our plans out to Spokane a little bit a little bit earlier than the fall. They're already planning on coming out to visit him. And I'm like, you're already making plans to come out here in the fall? When was I going to get notified that you were coming out, you know? And it was going to be the same as it always was when I was in college, which would be, oh, we're coming out to visit them. You happen to be in the area. Why don't you come, in, why don't you come along, too? That sucks. Like, you, I'm sorry, but you need your mom too. Yeah. So that's a lot why, like, I've just haven't really been talking to her much lately. It's just like, 
tired of being a byproduct of convenience for them to visit me. Like I'm having in second place when it comes to a priority of, um, of anything. All these things would always follow a, oh, yeah, I feel really bad that we can't come out. We couldn't, we haven't come out and seen your new place yet. We really should. Maybe once the housework's done, we're too busy. Maybe when COVID's done, it's too crazy. Maybe this, maybe that, blah, blah, blah. We would if, we, if it wasn't for this. But because of this, we can't. And then within a week, a month, month and a half, oh, well, we're going to go down and visit your stepbrother down in California. He has a new kid. Cool. I bought a fucking house. And you're like closer. And I'm closer. You could drive. <laughs> You know, and it's like, oh, well, he's paying for the plane tickets. And so I guess we're going to go. And it's like, I'll pay for your fucking, I'll pay for your plane ticket. Like what, like, what do I have to fucking do to get you to be involved in my life? And, um, at this point, I'm just like, I don't want them showing up anymore. Honestly, at this point, I'm just like, you've already shown for at least two years that you don't want to show up here. You've shown at this point, at least 16, really, but 15 years that you can't prioritize being in my life in any sort of capacity, physically showing up, being in my life. You know, my mom's always been a great resource, a resource of information and good at being at a distance. I don't think that's good. If I, like when I was in high school or college and I needed a, a, a new a vehicle, they had no problem doing research, looking something up, or even like, or even buying like a cheap $1,500 $2,000 vehicle like when I was in college and they said you can you know I could use it until I was done with until I graduated and then if I wanted to keep it I could buy it from them or give it back and they would sell it um, which is great like I said but that's from a distance I'm not saying like they did do plenty they have done plenty of great things buy your kids love exactly but that is how they've always been and that's their that's basically the excuse those kind of excuses well, we do this so much of this, blah, 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 blah. It's like, mm. That doesn't justify this, though. This is what I'm speaking about. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking to. And so at this point, I'm just like, I don't know. It feels, because it almost feels like breadcrumbing. <laughs> you know, yeah. now that we have that new word. Because like it's just like, hey, do you want to come out and visit? Oh, we'd love to. Maybe some other time. I can count on. Where they don't really make plans. They say Exactly. They say, oh, let's see each other soon. But yeah. no concrete plans. That's. Yeah. Yeah. And then I can count on one hand, and that's a generous one hand, the times that in the last 15 years Mm -hmm. that my mom has shown up for something, either because I've asked or because they just did it, and it wasn't out of convenience. I would say two of them would be uh in college when i ran cross country for the university and i had a race in west seattle uh my mom came two years to those events mm-hmm. when i was in missoula which is after i graduated from college she and my stepfather decided to come out and visit us when i was working in downtown seattle i invited him out to a kind of a parents day event thing that amazon puts on so they came out to that and then when I moved from Federal Way to West Seattle, randomly was just like, hey, would you like help moving? My first thought was like, what's the catch? Who's dying? <laughs> Who has cancer? What kind of announcement do you need to give me? You know what I mean? I was so skeptical of like. She wanted to tell you you were adopted. And she or something, right? <laughs> right? But seriously, though, it was just like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> Besides those five, there really hasn't been a time that I can think of 
in the last 15 years that they've shown up if it wasn't a convenient byproduct. That's unfortunate. So when I ask people for help, that's when I'm just like, when my own mother makes a big deal out of helping me, if I need any sort of, when I say physical, like any sort, if it's not financial or something that's convenient for them, it's. You need emotional support too. Or that that physical presence of like. Yeah. And not be made to feel like it's such a fucking chore for me to be around them. Or like, or like it's a weakness that you need them. Yeah. Because it's not. Yeah. Um, oh, where's it going? Um, we got deep. <laughs> we got deep, son. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. There were so many dirty, dirty jokes that Brenda and I were saying tonight. <laughs> we, were, we were wiping down the machines and um, we'd put like a bunch of extra spray on there. And I just look at him and be like, I'm getting you wet. And I like wipe the, the seat and be like, mmm. <laughs> I go, am I getting this nice and creamy for you? <laughs> <laughs> and then she would clean off one of the handles to hang on to. And then she'd like, like, look at me like, what if I do a little bit Jerk of this? And I'm Jeez. going, you know, like in a jerking off motion, right? And um, and I'm looking at her, I'm like, damn, you're really good at that. <laughs> and she's like, I was I was worried if I was doing it correctly or not. <laughs> you guys aren't meant to be. You guys are fucking serious. <laughs> she goes, oh, I've been watching a lot of videos to, to learn. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> oh no you guys are the same oh new year's man oh man um if she wasn't gay you would think it was just the most inappropriate fucking i don't know crude flirting that two people were doing with one another um almost like obnoxiously like just go get a fucking room kind of thing i right? know that's why april and i are constantly like Oh, they're yeah. so in love. <laughs> she's, I don't know. My, she's my, spe- we're each other's spirit animal. Yeah. That's not what she meant to say, but that's what it is now. <laughs> she had meant to say soulmates, but, yeah. or uh, kindred spirits is yeah, what it was. There we go. <laughs> cool story, I know. Um. Anyways, I have no idea where we're going to be editing or cutting any of this, but I'm just going to say thanks for listening, everybody. Um. We hope that you're new year that 2022 is great and that um it's not that shitty (laughs) i will actually very honestly reach out right now to whoever's listening and say give me advice as to what the fuck to do about my mommy issues right now because (laughs) i honestly do feel like shit though one of the reasons why i haven't brought it up with her is because like i know it's gonna be hurtful and the thing that i never want to do is be hurtful i remember very distinctly seeing my mother cry before it wasn't something i did like i was a little fucking kid and she was having a real shit time parents were divorced all this stuff right and she just like kind of just broke down just like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing i can't i can't do this and like seeing that was just like well seeing a parent cry is hard yeah because they're the strong ones you know exactly exactly and And so when they cry it's like Oh no, like your world is falling apart. Like, yeah, what the like, hell? Yeah, like the world. Yeah, exactly. The world is coming to an end because they're the ones holding it up. Yeah. And they're falling apart right yeah. now. Yeah. Believe me, seeing my mom cry is one of the worst things yeah. I've ever. Mm-mm. And so, like, I know I need to talk about this, but biggest concerns is one, there's going to be a lot of, like I said earlier, there's a lot of justification of, well, we do the, all this for you 
you're, you know, like I think ungrateful, that, you know. I think if you have any advice for Cody, send it his way, send it to us. I just think that you should talk to her even though it's going to be yeah. hard. It's going to be hard. Yeah. And the hardest thing is like I'm trying to figure out how to articulate exactly what it is Mm -hmm. or as close to exactly what it is so there's no or very little room for misunderstanding i think you'll figure it out as as it starts to come out it's been since july and i'm still just like uh, "Mm." i've talked to her a little bit but it's very superficial no i know i know i know that feeling um like my relationship with my mom and like our sisters and us we were never there's a lot that we kept yeah but when we got older and we i think we started just to be more honest with our mom mm. I th- and with each other i feel like our relationship is stronger like yeah. my sisters and i are close my mom and our we're all close because i feel like we constantly bring shit up debate things together you know yeah. and i think that makes things a lot better even though sometimes they're not easy to talk about with my mom there's so many times over the years where i'll bring stuff up nothing changes if you can't even communicate to your husband how we how the way he acts makes us feel growing up and even as adults and we just have to accept it because he's the adult all this stuff she flat out said that my stepfather is a better father than my father was has ever been to us what kind of fucking comment is that like the dude when we were kids i was six seven years old and they were having a yard or yeah, yard sale at the old house that we lived in. And our stepfather thought it was funny because he was selling his old Playboys. And, and he's like, oh, bunch of Playboys and like trying to like make a joke and showing us Playboys. I was seven years old. Why are you showing a seven year old a bunch of fucking tits on an, an adult woman or any woman, any female? And two, even if it were a funny thing for a father figure to do. At the time, you're our mother's, our mother's boyfriend. You weren't her father. I don't know. <laughs> We're running out of time. Yeah. <laughs> we can get into more of this plenty later. Yeah. Um, yeah. We can get into yeah how I've always been the easy one, the one not to be worried about, all that stuff. So You still need just, mom. Just because I'm the easy one and whatever doesn't mean that you know I shouldn't be worried about. So Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Um, hmm. Trying to end on a positive note of some sort. <laughs> positive note. Positive note. Okay, so what? What are your thoughts of making Booty Call Brenda more regular? Yeah, I'll probably, I'm cut, good. I'll probably I... just cut all mine out. Oh no, no. <laughs> Nobody needs me to go deep. <laughs> 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 I mean, some might. <laughs> so I'm okay with with her. Um, okay. I just would like to know which day, what time. Yeah, I think we can all, all three of us can sit down and come to a here's a good day, here's a good time. I'm I'm good with it. She's sure. Good. I'm sure. Okay. No, I am. I'm just gonna have to turn the mic way down because she's so loud. <laughs> she's louder than I am. Oh yeah. That's cool. Yeah. No, that's great though. Alrighty. Well, hey everybody, thank you so much for listening. Um, please keep liking, sharing, subscribing. We're like five people away from, I guess, getting commercials or something like that, which means, I don't know what that means. I don't either. <laughs> we make pennies. I don't know, but it'd be kind of cool. A little, little uh, milestone. So yeah, please like, share, and subscribe. Um, may your 2022 be 
uh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Happy New Year's, everybody. Uh, be sure to reach us on Instagram at Where Am I Going Pod. Um, and then, of course, Spotify, which you're already listening to. Yeah. And um, email us at Where Am I Going Pod at gmail.com. We've yet to get an email. Maybe the first email we get, I don't know, little <laughs> baked cookies or something. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or Christina will make some, I don't know, some Hispanic food of some sort. I've been wanting really to make sopas for sure. That's what she'll make for you. <laughs> okay. First person to send us an email with advice for me as to what the hell to do with my life. Um, yeah. yeah. Thanks, mm-hmm. everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>